This is Cruex by 2X, the podcast for learners. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Cruex by 2X. I'm your host, Eunice, and this show is for all of our student listeners out there. We recognize that studying and learning comes with its own set of challenges, but we want to help break down the scary and stressful mental barriers that you might have. This series will showcase a variety of individuals and their journeys to get to where they are now. For today's episode, our guest is Rebecca. So welcome, Rebecca. We're so glad to have you here. Could you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you do? Sure. So hi, everyone. I'm Rebecca. Right now, I'm a product designer. And prior to starting my design career, I was a financial advisor. So for people who don't know what product designers do, can you just briefly describe that for them? So for people who don't know what product designer is, Basically, product designers is um, UX UI designer. So what we do is we make the digital experience better and we do a lot of collaborations with the developers. And usually when in a tech company, we have um, in a team, we have UI designers, developers and PMs, and Mm -hmm. we work together to create a a product. Well, that's pretty cool. I think that kind of career is definitely going to be a lot more popular, especially in these upcoming years when everything is moving towards a more digital platform. Um, So that's pretty cool. But I want to know, when you were a kid, was design something you've always had an interest for? You mentioned that previously you were a financial advisor and now you're working in design. Can you speak on that? Sure. So when I entered university, like many people, I didn't really know what I wanted to major in. So when I was younger, definitely I wasn't, I didn't know what product designer is. And back then I really wanted to be a teacher. But when I went to UBC for university, I took a psychology 101 course and I had a wonderful experience with the instructor. So at the end, I ended up up majoring in psychology and minoring in commerce. Oh, what was your academic experience like then? Um, you know, I grew up in Asia and I came to UBC for university. Oh. So as, um, you know, ESO students, it was it was quite challenging at the time. Right. Uh, yeah. So I spent a lot of time learning English and I did make a lot of friends with other international students. Mm. But um, I would say that something that I really wish I did when I was in university was to you know, spend more time thinking about what I really want to do for my career and to explore more about my interests. So just really being more patient with your whole learning experience and Mm -hmm. really understanding where your strengths and weaknesses lie. That's, I think that's really important. (laughs) Yeah. What does education mean to you? I know now there's a lot of pressure to go right into university after graduation, but a lot of people are also speaking out and saying, hey, you should take a gap year. Don't waste your time and money learning something you don't want to learn. So what is your experience or what is your opinion on that? Yeah, um, personally, I think that if you want to take a gap year, that's totally okay because university is not cheap and a lot of students coming out with a huge debt. So I think it's more important to know what you want to major in and what what you want to do in life before going to uh, university and spend that money. 
which is a huge investment. <laughs> Did you enjoy your time in university or do you prefer your life now as a working adult? Yeah, it was an interesting question because the other day I was actually talking to my friend that I really missed the time at UBC mm. and I was walking in the on the on campus I was looking around and I, I saw a lot of students right now looking back yes I do wish that you know I wish that I'm a student right now but at the same time because I love my job as a product designer so Yeah, I'm happy as an adult right now. I'm really glad to hear that. How did you decide <laughs> to become a product designer? Was there a life-changing experience or realization that you had? Yeah, so um, like I mentioned just now, like before becoming a product designer, I was a, a banker. So I actually stayed in the bank for four years. Wow. And yeah, <laughs> so, you know, throughout the four years, I learned a lot about working with clients and I really love the aspect where, you know, I just had a lot of opportunity to meet people from different industry. Mm-hmm. However, you know, the transition really happened when I realized that I want to explore the creative side of myself. So growing up, I always loved to draw and design. So what I did was I spoke with a lot of friends and family members who are developers oh. and they say that hey you have a psychology background and you have a passion for design maybe UX design would be something for you so after some soul searching and I asked myself if this is something that I really see myself doing for life and The answer is yes. <laughs> so I decided <laughs> to invest um, in a, a UX design bootcamp. Mm. And, you know, the experience was really intense because I was working full time at the bank and I was taking the course after work every wow. day and also on the weekend. Dedication. But I, taught, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, but I always tell people that, you know, when you find your passion, you would give it all. And it is all worth it at the end. Can you share which UX course you took? Because this is a program that you can take as an adult or without any uh, higher education degrees, right? Yeah. So uh, right now there are a lot of bookends. So instead of going to university, like for people who know that they, for example, they want to be a developer or like myself to be a, a product designer, There are a lot of bootcamps like uh, Brain Station or I. For me, I went to Red Academy, even though um, they don't um, they don't exist right now. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But like bootcamps like this, you learn the trade very quickly, and you will find a job in a short period of time compared to a four years degree. Mm. Do you find yeah. that those boot camps actually prepared you for your career? Uh, yes and no, because I feel like you need you need to know what you want to get out of the boot camp before going in. Mm. So you only get how much you put in. Fair enough. So the reason why I say that is I do know that a lot of people they they see that tech career is very lucrative. So they go to bootcamp thinking that they can get a job right away. But 
there are people who succeed, but there are also people who um, ha are having a hard time find, finding an internship or a permanent job after a BCom. Right. Yeah. Uh on that note, the same as university right <laughs> oh of course of course all the internships and co-ops that you have to complete um, mm -hmm. but on that note can you tell us a bit more about what your career journey or development was like uh, i know that you know after you complete that boot camp you aren't guaranteed a job and it does take some time to get your footing especially in mm -hmm. a new industry yeah because i knew that i want to uh, start my career as a product designer so when I was taking the course at the bootcamp, even before finishing the bootcamp, it was a six month course. I was already looking for jobs and I was looking at the posting and I started set up my LinkedIn profile, resume, cover letter and the portfolio. You need to have everything ready early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I, I guess I was also lucky that I was able to uh, get my internship before I, I finished the boot camp, hmm. but I I would say that it's also because I start early, because it does take time. Hmm. So have all of your positions prior to the one you hold now all been related to product design? No. So before my current job, I was working at a bank, so it was completely unrelated. Yeah. And I yeah. Oh, so you just went from the bank, did your internship, and then landed the position that you hold now? Yes. So wow. that's <laughs> quite impressive. I mean, normally you hear you. stories about people starting with like maybe a startup and then dabbling a bit with another company in a role that they don't want and finally landing <laughs> the one that they want. That's wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. But oh, there's one thing I want to mention is that I think it's always great to start as an intern. Mm. And then you, um, if you like the company, you try to um, tell the company that if they can give you a full-time position. So I think this might be um, a better way than to apply for a full-time position right away after graduating from a bookend. If you don't have any prior experience. Mm. But I think, that journey itself is also really inspiring because you finished a four-year undergraduate degree at UBC and then you worked for another four years and then you decided that this wasn't what you wanted to do anymore and you changed your mind and you're doing so well now that's that's so good to hear and that's really reassuring uh, especially for students who don't know what they're doing right now and that's okay right because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was <laughs> at UBC university yeah as a designer, where do you get inspiration or draw your ideas from? I know it's really hard to create stuff just off the top of your head every single day. Um, is there something that you turn to to kind of get the creative juices flowing? Yeah, so as you know, product designer, we love going on Behance or Dribble. Oh, so okay. yeah, so those are the sites that design where designers gather and they share their um, inspirations or their latest work. Um, sometimes we go to go on Pinterest mm. for yeah to put more board together <laughs> or YouTube. Yeah, sometimes I there are a lot of great videos on YouTube. Um, speaking of YouTube, if you're learning, if you're looking to learn some new skills uh, or trying to learn this design software, 
Skillshare, YouTube, there are a lot of great resources. Um, yeah. Sure. Are you currently working with another team or a whole team of designers or are you the sole designer in your team? Oh, because um, our company is a bigger company. So we, we have several uh, teams and then within different teams, there are several designers and a lot of developers and PMs. So you have people to bounce ideas off of and share inspiration with. Yes, and that's very important when it comes to design because you cannot design in silo, right? So um, oftentimes at work, we will have design critique and just to get feedback mm. from one another. Uh, I also know that there's a distinction between UX and UI. Can you briefly tell us about the difference between the two? I know they're often interrelated, but there's still a distinction between the both of them. Yeah, so for UX is user experience and UI stands for user interface. So um, in the past, it used to be you can be either a UX designer or UI designer, but nowadays what I find is that a lot of positions, they ask you to, to have both skills and as some company, they call it a product design role. And I would say that for user interface, the UI is more, uh, more similar to graphic design. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then for user experience, it's more about the design thinking, you know, the research and trying to understand what problem you're solving. Mm. Yeah. So, but for any great products, you need both UX and UI. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so to just kind of reiterate that um, UI is all the visuals. It's more visual, yeah. And then UX is kind of understanding how the user will be interacting with the program and the software. Yes, that's right. Mm, it's more okay. of the thinking and research part, yeah. Mm, that's really cool. Is there something you wish you had known before starting your career as a product designer? Yeah, so before becoming a product designer, I, I didn't know that we were spending so much time in a team setting. So it was quite interesting that a lot of experience that I got from the bank, my sales experience, you know, learning how to talk to clients, talking to people, they're actually very applicable in my current design role. Because a common misconception for a design professional is that people think that we sit in front of our desk and doing heads down work <laughs> the whole time. But actually we spend, I would say we spend most of the time working as a group. You know, we mm. sell our ideas before we um, start the design. So, mm. yeah. So it's definitely a lot more collaborative as opposed to independent work then. Yes. Definitely. But actually sounds really exciting. I really like, you know, teamwork settings. And it's nice to know that you're not doing something all by yourself. Yeah. Is there a common myth about your profession that you want to debunk? I know that students uh, think that UX design or UI design is really cool. And is that true? <laughs> um, I, I think there is a common myth is that I oftentimes hear people saying, oh, if you are a designer, then you must be very good at drawing. Mm. But that's not the case that you don't have to be. Of course, that if you're great at doing illustration or if you're good at drawing, it's definitely a plus. But if you're not good at it, that's totally okay. Because um, if you were to work at a bigger company like myself, like 
they typically they have a really great design system already. So it's more important to know what problem you're solving as opposed to focusing so much on the um, the visual and then you know pushing pixels. Right. For people who want to do their own projects and just kind of build their own portfolio, what softwares would you recommend them to dabble with or play around with? Yeah. So for product design, there are a lot of softwares. So you probably have heard um, Sketch mm, yes. or Figma. Yeah, or uh, Adobe XD. Our company use uh, we use Figma because you can collaborate easily with Figma. So oh. multiple designers can jump on the same file, and you can see each other's design in real time, okay. which is great. And recently, they have a new function, which is a replacement of Miro, which is called FigJam. Okay. Yeah, so it's very useful when you need to run design sprint. So personally, I would recommend Figma. Mm. And, was, and also it's, it is free. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. always great. Yeah, that's the best part, especially for students. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are there any other resources that have helped you along the way to progressing your career as a product designer? Yeah, so even though right now I'm already working, I, I'm still learning every single day. So I actually go on YouTube a lot or I still have a subscription to Skillshare. Mm. There's always new things to learn. So yeah, I would recommend YouTube. YouTube, Skillshare, online resources. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You also mentioned uh, previously that when you were still doing your bootcamp, you were building your portfolio and revamping your LinkedIn. And when I connected with you on LinkedIn, I saw that you are quite active on there. Do you have any tips for people who are just starting to kind of gain a presence on LinkedIn? Yeah. So for LinkedIn, you need to have all the key pieces together. So what I meant by that is to have a great profile picture. So a picture that is clear and is professional. And on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn there's also a about me section. Make sure you have um, something written there that people know who you are and what kind of job that you are looking for. And also make sure you have all your experiences listed and with some um, description of what those experiences are. Hmm. Uh, this is more so for students a lot of the times Mm. we're encouraged to connect with people on LinkedIn there's also a social media account called Wonsulting I don't know if you've heard of them but they always give tips for university students to just reach out to people at big companies especially people who are alumni from your university is that something that you would recommend for students to try as well I think that's one way to do it but uh because I'm a designer. So I know that some people will go on, they will find mentors on the site called ADP list. Oh, okay. Where, yeah, so you can find a lot of uh, people who are willing to give advices. And I really think that finding a mentor, especially when earlier on in your career is very important because they can keep you on track and just keep you accountable. Yeah. I think mentorship has been a huge topic for discussion, especially in the past few years. Mm -hmm. 
Do you ever feel burnt out when you're working as a designer, especially at a larger company? I know you have your team to kind of depend on, but are there moments where you feel like you're running out of motivation and inspiration? Yeah, it does happen to me from time to time. Mm. But uh, I, I think I'm really lucky to work at a company where we really care about work-life balance and we are being constantly reminded that you need to take some time off and sometimes when we forget to do that because we just have a lot of projects and you know experiments after one one after another mm-hmm. um sometimes our manager even reach out to us to tell us that hey rebecca you haven't taken a time off for for a month or two maybe you should you know you should take some vacation so yeah even though we do feel burnout sometimes but i think you need while being hardworking and important, you need to rest as well. That's really awesome that your company is encouraging you to take these breaks <laughs> and you know, making sure that you're on top of your own mental health. That's really important. Is there something that you believe to be the most important quality a student or a fresh graduate should have? Yeah, I would say curiosity. Oh. So, hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I think that, you know, being curious just thinking about myself like you know being curious has led me to my career as a designer mm-hmm. and being a designer you need to be able to ask great questions and being able to ask questions it help you to find the root cause of a problem so that's why i put a huge emphasis on you know staying curious mm-hmm. I love that answer. I haven't heard that yet in all of our podcast episodes. So that's, that's so unique. <laughs> Do you have any advice for someone who wants to pursue a similar career? I would say that whatever career you're interested in, like make sure whether it's design or you know web development or anything else, make sure you do a lot of research. And most importantly, talk to professionals who are in the industry. So once you're serious about the career that you're pursuing, get a mentor to help you to stay focused and motivated. That's really important. Um, So before we wrap things up, we're going to move on to a couple personal questions just to make it a bit more fun and engaging. (laughs) Um, But how do you define success? And do you think that you're currently successful? Um, To me, I think success is doing something you're passionate about, something you like. And if you go by that definition, then I love my job. I like being a product designer. Then I would say, yes, I think I'm successful. Mm. I'm really glad to hear that. Is there anything you're currently working on uh, career-wise? Like yeah, uh, something so, you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, any career goals that you're working towards? <laughs> mm-hmm. So being a designer, you never stop learning. And even though for a product designer, you are not required to know how to code, but um, recently I'm taking some courses to learn HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Wow. And I found, I just found it to be really interesting. So right now, I think that would be my goal, you know, to be, not to be, become a developer, but to be a designer who understand some web development and coding. Mm. I think that's also really cool. 
How are you learning these courses? Are you also learning through YouTube and Skillshare? Yeah, and those ones. And there's this website that I will recommend. It's called FreeCodeCamp. They have very structured uh, courses. And I believe everything is free hence free co camp <laughs> yeah so I, I think for people who think that they might be interested in web development that's definitely a resource to to tap into mm. and the final question what is the first travel destination you want to go to post-pandemic Vancouver, Vancouver. <laughs> and I'm in Vancouver now <laughs> so I I know <laughs> I live in Toronto and I moved there for my job mm. but um I was here in for university and I love the city. So yeah, definitely like going going back to Vancouver is the destination that I, where oh, I want I to be. Yeah. Rebecca, thank you so much for your time. That was a really insightful conversation. Do you have any final messages you'd like to say for our listeners? Yeah. So if someone is interested in learning more about you know, life as a designer or more about the role, I feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. And I'll be sure to link that in our podcast description as well. But anyways, we are going to wrap it up here. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. To all of our listeners, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at 2X Education to learn more about 2X and to keep up with our updates. That's all for today. And we'll catch you on the next episode of 2X by 2X.